Tales from the Wild. Stories from the Heart. A journey into the mind and soul of fired up business professionals where they share their vision for the future. And hear from a different non-profit organization every month as they create awareness of their goals and their needs. Dive into a world of untamed passion as we join our host Shireen Buerta for this month's episode of Friends from Wild Places. Um, so, again, you may or may not know, but Friends from Wild Places, we support a nonprofit every month. And uh, this month is going to be a foundation called Kiva.org. Uh, Patricia knows a lot more about it. So, Patricia, please go ahead and tell us a little bit about this organization and how we can support it and what it means to you. Oh, yes, thank you. I, I really, really love Kiva. It's kiva.org. They are a U.S. nonprofit. Their mission is to advance underserved communities around the world through microloans crowdfunding. So the loans begin with $25 that you can decide to lend a, an entrepreneur or a farmer or a student. I mean, so many people around the world that need $25, first of all, is a lot of money in some countries and it goes a long way. So uh, that's what we've been doing through our, Roberto, my husband and myself through our company. Uh, we've been funding some of these really impoverished lenders, especially in Latin America and especially in Ecuador, where I'm from, and Nicaragua, where he is from. But not just those two countries. We've actually gone through through different ones. So... If you would like to join, you're welcome to. And we have a group from our business that I can give you the link sharing. Yes. But if you don't want to join the, that, that group, you can create your own if you want to, or just do it individually if you feel like you want to support a farmers, that any, anybody who wants. What I like about this charity, which is not really a charity, but a nonprofit, is that I'm supporting people that I'm, that are doing something to get ahead. They're going out and selling, you know, corn in the street, or they're trying to feed pigs so that they can later sell the pigs, or you know, they're actually doing something to advance in the world. And I like that. I like that idea, that spirit, that energy, that you know, the go-getter attitude of some people and so I want to support that and we as a company want to support that nice so. I love that what's, yeah, what's so the meaning of the name what's the meaning of the name Patricia Kiva yeah yeah that's a good question I, I'm not sure how they came up with that name I've never read about having a special meaning um Perhaps that somebody just thought it was a cute name, the, the founder. <laughs> yeah. uh, they, they're everywhere now. They support people from the entire world, Africa, Southeast Asia, I mean, Asia, and even the United States. We sometimes don't think that we need them here, but yeah, we do everywhere. So Yeah, yeah that's awesome. And I just want the listeners 
just to say, if that is something that interests you and that's touched your heart and you moved to, to contribute and to donate, we will have the links in the show notes so that you can go and find your way to kiva.org and take some time out just to go and donate towards a very good cause. So I know friends from wild places, we will be doing and supporting kiva.org for this month. And so we really appreciate, Patricia, that you brought that to our door and to our steps so we can embrace that and um, work on supporting that nonprofit. So ladies, yeah, no, no problem. I just, I just want to say a little thing. It's actually not a donation unless you want to donate to Kiva for their operations. But what you do is a microloan. So you do get it back. And you can actually recycle, lend it again, which is what we're doing. As soon as we get it back, we can relend it. So I think it's a win-win for everybody, right? Okay. And that's, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, that's, that is so interesting. And I like the fact that you can just reinvest it. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, thank you, Patricia. So- We've gotten to the uh, more lighthearted part of the podcast where we're just going to chat about what our favorite book is and why. So, Tanya, what is your favorite book and why? <laughs> so, my favorite book is The Body Keeps the Score. And it has to do with emotions that are locked in to us. And it's almost like if you, for example, have um, pain in your body, such as headaches, stomach aches, back aches. Some people say it can correlate with the chakras. So you can kind of, to understand it, go under that premise. But as people have sensitive areas on their body, and the book kind of talks about how that starts, how the emotions get trapped, and how to actually release them. So I encourage all of our listeners, the body keeps the score, and we can definitely, you know, collaborate more in the future. But I think with uh, Patricia's mentioning of the Sedona method and just letting go and not holding on, it's almost about like, again, we hold on to words, right? We hold on to thoughts and we attach meaning to them. So whether you out there in the listening world are of a religious background, spiritual, metaphysical, it doesn't matter. Anyone can learn and read and help improve our own lives by these type of collaboration sessions. So that is my favorite book, The Body Keeps the Score. Love that. What about yourself, Patricia? That is a very hard question for me to answer because I have so many beautiful books that I have loved and gotten so much out of it. They're my friends. Mm -hmm. But um, I want to say right now, just for the sake of answering your question, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Charlotte's Web. It's a book for kids, which mm -hmm. we absolutely adored when my child was little and we were homeschooling with that book. Um, and it's a tale of friendship and resilience and triumph in despite of odds. So I really love that book. It's so endearing and it's such beautiful writing by E.B. White. So definitely, I, I want to say that one. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. How about your book, That's difficult for me as well because I've got quite a few 
I love fantasy books. And so, as you all know, I am. We know Harry Potter. We know Harry Potter's at the top Harry over there. We know I know, but I'm not going to say Harry Potter. I mean, obviously, I've got my little Hufflepuff robe on. Yeah, and I see that. We love Harry Potter. We really do. Uh, it was a time where, you know, you escape when you go into these fantasy worlds um, and you get to really know the characters and the creatures. But I'm not going to say Harry Potter. I'm going to say The Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. Simply because J.R. Tolkien is from South Africa. And he, um, his story, there's actually a movie about him. So if you haven't watched the movie about J.R. Tolkien, I really, really, really recommend you watch it. Or if he has a memoir, I don't, I'm not sure if he, I'm sure he does have a, a memoir. But the Lord of the Rings books for me was such an escape. But the books itself, even though it was a fantasy storyline, the characters were fantasy, the storyline itself of good and evil and fighting the evil and coming together from all parts of the world that's with the dwarves and the elves and man and no matter where you're from no matter what culture no matter what color you are no matter what religion you follow this is how I took it you come together to fight one enemy and mm -hmm. you put everything aside you put everything aside and you come together and you work together to get that one enemy and to kill that one enemy. And I think that passion and that united front of them all coming together to defeat Sauron is very, is very awesome. It's very amazing. It touches me in every part of me. It touches everything. And so I really, really, really appreciate those books. And they're movies too. So bonus yeah i have to say i come away from our podcast every time feeling like i am an anomaly okay because <laughs> shireen i have never seen lord of the rings i've never watched lord of the rings i have never read harry potter and the funny thing and listeners are probably like shaking their head like who is this woman it's so funny and i admire shireen because you're so passionate but the fantasy books do nothing for me. If I had to say one book in my childhood that like I couldn't even get through, it was it was the hardest book was The Hobbit. I just did not resonate. And for me, I like biographies, very like true stories. And isn't this funny? Like I, I go like, if it's a fantasy, I don't I, it, like the Star Wars, Star Trek, like just doesn't like none of it. I don't know. I kind of lump all the science fiction and fantasy. Maybe there's different genres, but it, it's so funny to me to see how passionate, Sheree, like so passionate <laughs> about what you engage in with the fantasy. And for me, it's like the complete opposite. Isn't that funny? Patricia, how about you? I, I mean, what's your, I, do you? I, I think to me, I, I agree with you, Tanya. I am usually not drawn to the fantasy world or the books. However, 
here's homeschooling again. <laughs> because of homeschooling, we did all of the Harry Potter books, but we did them in an audio form while we were going. There was a period of time we had to go from where I live to Miami Beach, which is about an hour or so, for some classes that my son took. And we took advantage of going one and a half up, traveling one way and then back. So about three hours each day while we listened to the Harry Potter books in the car. And it was such a wonderful experience because the narrator was Jim Dale. I don't know if you heard of him. He's a top class actor in the UK, right? A narrator. He made such an incredible difference that you felt you were immersed in the experience and we couldn't wait to get in the car to listen sometimes we'll get to the to the house or the whatever and just wait there until he finishes the chapter or something because we couldn't leave the entertainment mm. so it was beautiful and I appreciated the books so much like the Harry Potter books were wonderful but otherwise I haven't read the Lord of the Rings books either although I think it's in my to-do list of someday because <laughs> I hear he was such a uh, gifted uh, author and he invented even the some of the languages. The languages. There, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he spoke about 11 languages. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was a genius, clearly. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think I, I really want to make time sometime. Maybe I'll just listen to them in audio again. That's awesome. Just it's amazing. And, but I do have to say, there's one childhood book that I do remember. Maybe, I don't know if it was a book or a movie. It was somebody that lived in a peach. It was like a childhood oh. story. What was that? The, um, the peach and the giant peach. What's his name? What was it? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, wow. Something in the giant peach. Oh, it's going to bug me. Oh, listeners, please. Say what it is. <laughs> James and the Giant Peach. Was it Johnny? Was it Johnny? James and the James. Giant. James, James and the Giant Peach. So that one in my entire existence, I would have to say that was one book that was a fantasy, I guess. You know, I mean, I loved that book as a child. But for me, it's just funny. And I don't know why, but like, if somebody said, what's your passion? I would say funeral homes and cemeteries, hands down. Any time, like when you travel, you said, Patricia, like, you know, you're listening. I will go out of my way to find a cemetery. I will go out of my way to find a funeral. If I go on vacation, I have to stop at a cemetery and or a funeral. And I'm fascinated. Like, that's my like spark. You know, like if somebody says, what's your spark? And that I can do conversations, podcasts panels, discussion, collaboration, love it. That touches me. But it's funny how I, even when I'm relaxing or in my downtime, I gravitate to learning more about those things, learning more about like the true factual things. And it's, isn't that funny how just some people just gravitate, to, like, for example, Shreen, you mentioned the word several times that you, to escape. 
And I love to escape. I actually play words with friends. It's an online game like Scrabble. Love that. And that's my escape. But when I'm reading, like I want to be immersed in the truth. Like I want to see and hear what's going on and follow a very, you know, kind of who did it story and, and oh very factual or a biography. So it's very interesting to collaborate, you know, with both of you about what makes you tick, right? Because we're all so different, right? We're, and it's not about even culture. It's just personally, like what people find passionate about. So it's funny, Sharina, the more I get to know you, I find like we're like almost opposite. So it's fascinating collaborating with you because we're so different, but yet we come together in such a collaborative way. But I appreciate both of you for sharing your perspectives and point of views. Oh, thank you. And I wanted to ask you, Tanya, what do you think there is the particular element in what attracts you to say a cemetery? I mean, what in, what in that environment or in that arena is what you feel drawn to? So I have a very distinct moment as a child in a playground, like the neighborhood playground, right? And this is back in Hartford, Connecticut. And it was just the traditional swings and slides and I think monkey bars and, you know, just different things like that. And there was a fence and the fence led to a cemetery. Okay. Now, maybe this is on the fantasy side, Shireen, right? Maybe this is kind of like how, how a novel would take off, like The Hobbit or one of these. But for me, I remember I was with my grandfather, my grandpa Dunn, and I wanted to go visit the cemetery. I had no interest in the playground, right? I'm not that athletic to begin with. So I found an amazing, just overwhelming peace walking over the, the tombstones, the gravestones, the graveyard, and looking at the name and not pretending I knew who they were, but trying to figure out, who I wonder who this person was. I wonder how they got there. And I would go to the playground with the intention of going to the cemetery. So that's how it started, Patricia. That's how it actually it was just the curiosity like that's my I'm very acquisitive curious person so for me I love cemeteries I love funeral homes I can talk about it eat breathe sleep funerals all day all night I just am, am passionate about it to a degree that I'm realizing that I'm more of an anomaly than the rest of the world oh I mean you might be the the normal one and we could be the anomalies <laughs> Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so, but it's okay. It's, and I just love the, the sharing of information because sometimes if we just sit in our own space, we think everyone does the same thing that we do, right? Like everyone relaxes the same way, everyone, you know, and what actually can make someone feel calm can make somebody actually feel anxious, right? And I mean, that's why there's something for everything, whether it's, you know, culture, whether it's museums, whether it's movies, books, we all have choices. But it's so funny because some people say, well, you have to watch this or you have to read this. Yes, based on their perspective, right, yeah. of what's going to resonate. Because I remember growing up when I did watch TV and I did go to movies, I remember hearing like what made the, what do they call it, the best, um, what's, what is the, the top um, with the books and the movies, like the, the higher the up the seller? award. The best yeah, seller? The, the best seller and, and the, yeah, like the, the ones that would get like the awards, like mm -hmm. for, um, I don't know, like Oscars and things of that nature. 
And I would go watch it and it was like, no, like that's not my vibe, you know? And that's always happened to me, like historically, to the point that I stopped watching TV. So haven't watched TV, it's gotta be about 25 years. And I'm very careful about what I read because I like to read what I'm interested in, you know? So it's, yeah. it's funny, it's just funny. I love it. I think this is amazing. I love to collaborate like this because I find that I see it in a different way. I see it as we actually are more similar than we actually think, though we use different methods and we like different things. But the reason behind what we do and what we like, there's a similarity there. And that's, I think that's how we come together and we connect. Is yeah. We actually, on the deeper things, we connect and we're similar. So I love it. And it's funny, though, because I think maybe even as like children and children growing up, sometimes people want to find like minded people. Right. But now that we're like talking, like we have a lot of fun with our discussions. But again, it, what you stated, Shireen, it's like the vision and passion behind what we're doing right, to get to that point that actually takes us there. So yeah, it's fascinating though, because again, it's not like you have to hang out with people that like the same things as you, but it's good to collaborate, to learn, you know, like, so I, I've, I come away from today's podcast with, I'm going to learn a little bit more about the books that you've shared. And I'm going to learn a little bit more about the different password manager that Patricia shared. So I always come away learning. And I think that for me is the most important thing is to always be curious, always be inquisitive and to persevere. Yeah. Thank oh, you. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, I love that. And the, the idea to continue to learn is something that I've always been drawn to. Mm -hmm. So I can relate to that very that. much. Oh, you ladies are so special. Thank you so much for just joining me today. I mean, you could have done anything else, but be here. Uh, with me on on this podcast and Tanya for being my co-host and Patricia for being an amazing visitor. So we've come to the end of the podcast, but I know that there's listeners out there that have made a connection with either of us. And I always just take the time just to share where they can reach you. So Patricia, what are some of the places the listeners can reach out to you if they would like to know more or ask you a question? Yes, uh, sure. I am in LinkedIn right now. That's my my social media for my IT business. I know we talked about YouTube. That's I feel like that's such a separate part of me. So, but yeah, you're welcome to come to my YouTube channel and say hi. And in LinkedIn, I think I can... I gave you the, the link, yes. right, Shereen? Right. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, you can go to my website, which is cpccci.com. And my phone number and my email as well, all in the, in the show notes. Uh, so anything that you would like about cybersecurity, I know I gave you a few things that you could do as the most core or, or fundamental things. Right. I have a, a more extensive checklist that you could do as a solopreneur to stay safe online, not to get hacked. So mm. all of that, you can uh, get it from me or download it at the, the links in the show notes, right, Shereen? Yes, all of it's in Thank the show you. notes. 
Thank you again, Patricia. And yourself, Tanya, where can we find you? So you can find me also on LinkedIn under Tanya Scotisi, and I am a full-time professor and oversee the mortuary program at Miami-Dade College. So, and congratulations to your son, Patricia, on his graduation and the uh, collaboration with Miami-Dade College. So very much appreciated. So LinkedIn is probably the best hub to find me in. I also do my blessed work, which is senior placement which means I am the matchmaker. Uh, it's not a dating service. I actually match people who can no longer live alone for assisted living and memory care with a community. And I cover the East and West coasts of Florida, as well as doing expert witness testimony for people who either have been wronged by funeral home or cemetery, or if a funeral home needs an expert witness to defend themselves. So both sides are just passionate. Um, I do eat, breathe, and sleep funerals, as you can see. So LinkedIn is probably the best hub to find me at. Awesome. Same goes for me. <laughs> Same goes for me, listeners. You can get me, Shireen Buerta, at LinkedIn. But most importantly, Friends from Wild Places. You can go to our website, which is friendsfromwildplaces.buzzsprout.com. That's friendsfromwildplaces.buzzsprout.com. That's where you can go find all of our podcast episodes. This is also where you can subscribe to support us, uh, which we would really appreciate. Otherwise, you can download on absolutely every music platform that streams music and podcasts. You can get it there and download it there, as well as YouTube. If you want to see us and hear us, you can go to Friends from Wild Places at YouTube. So that brings us to the end of that. Listeners, thank you so much for taking the time to listen in. And we'll see you next time. And remember, you got this and stay wild. Bye, guys. You've been listening to Friends from Wild Places with Shireen Buerta. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast from the links to catch every episode and unleash your passion.